Real Fit Radio with B and J.L.O.U. If this is your first time listening, welcome. And if you're a returning listener, welcome back. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. In a toxic family system, the black sheep is often just a person who sees through everyone else's bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) My mouth is open because that's crazy. You randomly pick those and that's exactly what we're talking about. Oh, that is crazy. I couldn't agree with you more, which rolls us right into our topic. Let it go. Toxic people. They won't go away. They're like weeds. Yeah. You cut them down and they come back. Once it's it's revealed that you're toxic, once you know that I know that you are and it's not going to (laughs) work, we need to go our separate ways. I need for you to stay gone. I need for you to leave me alone. But it doesn't seem like that happens it's just a perpetuated cycle over and over again and uh, it's like that sanding or pebbling your shoe so yeah that's what we're talking about how do we better deal with toxic people um and i say better deal because if i say how do we deal with i always feel like deal with means it's done like i dealt with that you know better deal with because they're they're everywhere and i think that they're short interactions like you can meet a toxic person in the store and they're bagging or ringing up your groceries it could be somebody that you deal with in a customer service type interaction and you're like this is some bullshit if you're like this in the five minutes or more that i've had to interact with you here which is a short time what do you like you know with somebody that deals with you in everyday life you ever i'm sure you've met people like that and you're like oh shit i'm glad that this is the only interaction i have with you because this was a lot for me how do you deal with toxic people or better deal with them I've tried everything. (laughs) I've tried silence. (laughs) I've tried letting them know about the toxic shit that they do. I've tried having somebody else tell them like as a third party when we're having discussions about the shit. Because sometimes when you telling somebody something because they know you it's you. So they don't believe nothing you say. And then you have somebody that that's considered a mediator. It can be somebody that's considered both you guys friends or it can be a counselor, whoever. But when we're having this discussion with this third entity there, they still have no understanding of what it is that they doing wrong so uh, yeah i've tried different things and shit if y'all have any suggestions for me on how to deal with toxic people please drop them in the comments or email us and let us know because it's only so many different ways you can deal with them especially if they come back like weed Mm -hmm. um even if you drop them and i mean that in the best way possible you drop them you still have to deal with them indirectly because they run in their mouth because that's what they do. They're toxic people. And then guess what happens? Somebody brings them back around to you. You ain't got to worry about them. You ain't got to be thinking about them. You can be on your grind. You can be enjoying a vacation and somebody will bring up the person that you decided, you know what? I am not going to spend much of my day and time concerning myself with this person. And somehow they seem to still come back. 
more or less, I, I think you can try to put yourself in a great mind state. I mean, everything that we talk about in in my mind or on this podcast is always about bettering yourself. But shit, man, how much better can you get with this particular thing? Is you can ignore them. I, I mean, I've like I said, I've gave several suggestions, but they still come back. You gotta do, I think, whatever's gonna bring you the most peace. For some people, they are tolerant or they figured out a way to still deal with a person, but maybe it doesn't affect them as much. For me personally, I can't subject myself to some shit that I know is gonna be a negative issue. It's gonna be an issue later on, or it's gonna have a negative effect on me. I have to do what's best for me and my peace of mind, and you gotta go. I'll try to work through see if we can come to some sort of resolve maybe a person doesn't even know you know the way that they're coming off and this has been going on for a long time because we said toxic so this is something you have to you know kind of have seen over a period of time yeah but that's what i was saying earlier they can be told by somebody else they can be told by several people and they still will be in denial I don't have to be in denial, though. I have control of what comes in and out of my life. So because you're in denial, I can choose to continue to take that route with you. You don't believe it. I keep telling you it is. You don't believe it. I keep telling like that doesn't even make any sense. I know what's going on and I know how it affects me. We have relatives where it's like every time you go over there, it's going to be some extra stuff like that. Just crazy. It doesn't affect you like that. You just know that's how they are. (laughs) This is how I deal with them. But you have people that will put themselves in your life and you allow them in your life or however it's set up. You know, it could be family, friends, whatever the situation is, you know who they are and what they do, how it affects you. Every time I interact with this person, it's a problem. At that point, it's not so much about me if I've already told them and they they just can't get it. And I've had other people, like you said, tell them all that. At this point, it's not for me to get them to believe what I'm saying. It's for me to now do what I need to do because they're going to do what they want to do. They don't believe it. They're in denial. It's like jumping in to help a drowning victim and you guys both end up drowning. They're flailing about and, and doing all this extra shit ends up getting you guys both or keeping you guys in a bad situation or you end up drowning. Once somebody knows, now I know. If you don't know, I can sit and come up with all types of assumptions or what ifs, but it's still not solid. You didn't know. Once I tell you what you do with that is, that's not true or you want to combat it, but I'm telling you and you're combating it. So now we're we're not on even playing ground because you don't even believe what I'm telling you, which means we can't begin to fix anything if you don't even believe it's a problem or, you know, an issue. So I'm not going to go back and forth with you. I have to do what's right for me. And that goes back to self-care, making better decisions for your spiritual, mental, physical health, your peace of mind. It will drive you crazy. And they still going on being the toxic people that they are because they don't believe it. They're not trying to change. And now you looped into this whole matrix with them. The way I deal with it is no, you got to go. It doesn't have to make sense anymore. I'm not about to force you to understand it. If you're mad, I don't care. None of that. You're not going to take me down with you. And I'm telling you what you're doing is some bull. Toxic people. Are like drunk drivers. The drunk driver always survives the car crash, and the person who dies is the person that's not doing anything wrong. <laughs> that's what they remind me of. And that thing where you're saying they're foiling about 
and they end up drowning you. That's exactly what happens a lot of times, because if you think about it, if you're in a situation where you're dealing with a toxic person and you're trying to be the best that you can be and they continue to show up and they're in your environment for a very long time, what ends up happening is you get affected by everything that they're doing. And these people go on about their merry fucking lives. It doesn't bother them. Oh, wow. You're the one that's sitting over there a lot of times. Well, okay, you. You're an anomaly. Other people in the world, they may sit and they be thinking, this small fucker, like, you really did this bullshit. And at some point, you have to hold yourself accountable by letting shit go and moving on your damn self. But I'm saying for, I don't even say for a good majority of people, the people that's out there that relates to what I'm saying in terms of somebody being around and doing what they do. And when you finally get fed up or whatnot, you still are the person that has to come out of it, mending pieces of yourself back together because you let them, whatever it is that they took from you, they took it. And now you sitting over there, but they perfectly fucking fine. Got to remember, we built different. You were built for tough. Well, I'm just thinking about when you just said you're an anomaly because I don't even think it's that all the time. I think that it's just a decision. Like even me sitting there thinking about you really did this. You that whole toxic shit is still over here with me. I get it. The frustration and especially if it's been someone you've been dealing with for a long time. When somebody gets me and they're fairly new and it's like, whoa, what happened? I will try to take into account, you know, did I have something to do with this? You know, you're going to go through the whole process you know, try to figure it out and make sure this is like, is this really some BS or, you know, maybe I need to bring this to their attention. It's a whole thing because this is new. But repeat offenders. No, no. The more time I give you, the more power and control you have over messing my shit up, messing my health and mentally where I'm at, physically, spiritually, all that. I can't do it. I can't do it. And you have to fight for it. It's not an easy thing. First, you have to, and I say what, for me, this doesn't go for everybody else. Once I identify that you're toxic, I start trying to figure out how I can adjust and and get this to where it's not affecting me in the way that it's been. And also the next decision is what are my dealings going to be with you? Because once I make some adjustments, what's the point of, of doing that? And I'm still going to keep going back to something that was bad in the beginning. You know, it was bad already. I've identified this is toxic. This is not good for me. And now a quick moment from our sponsor, Journey of a Legend. You. Yeah, you. What's your passion? Purpose. Every day you try, you succeed. The time is now. Journey of a legend. It starts with you. If you want to learn more or purchase merchandise, go to www.journeyofalegend.com. So I'm going to make some adjustments. Let's say I start meditating and seeing a therapist, all these things to better myself because of what's happened. But then I keep going back, interacting with you. I need to decide what's going to be the best course of action as I better myself. How am I going to deal with you? What place will you have in my life or will you have one at all? Because if you keep messing with me, it does take a toll. And it is what you said. You have to go and pick up the pieces or the mending or deal with the issues that are a byproduct of your interaction. 
at that point, it's just a matter of, you know, you still have to make some decisions because the goal is to not have that toxic experience. (laughs) Once you do me so many times or the feeling that I have or have had, it's like, I don't want to do this. I don't like the way this feels. This is no good for me. I'm fighting to get out of that place. I'm fighting to not feel that way. And you or you could possibly make me feel that way again. So it's at that point, it's just a decision. It's not even an option anymore. It's like, no, I can't. I can't do that. You know, I agree. One of the biggest hurdles, I think, with this situation that happens with a lot of people is um, the type of I I don't want to say the type of relationship, but the type of relationship because I can't think of anything else to say. And what I mean by that is, all right, so for example, you have a relationship with the people that's at your job. You have a relationship with your spouse. You have a relationship with your family, be it mother, father, uh, sibling, something like that. The advice I can give, and this is a hard thing to do, you have to treat all those people as if they're on the same level when it comes to toxicity. There is no will you know, they're my sisters, so they get a little bit more leeway than the person at the job. If the offense is the same, why would you allow that to happen any more than somebody on the outside? And I get it. It's like, oh, yeah, will that still family or that still your wife or your husband or whatever, whoever, best friend. I get it. But you just said a moment ago about I I can't let you keep duping me over and over again with the same type of acts. So if you have a short leash in a sense with somebody that you barely know that does the same thing with somebody that you know for a long time, that's the part that I, I guess I was referring to about being a little bit more difficult and you being an anomaly. And I know you said that you wouldn't, but that's what I mean. Because of those levels, I think people give different relationships more opportunity to keep working until they just say, I give up. That's what my question would be is, do you be on some what's right is wrong? I mean, what is what's right is right and what's wrong is wrong. And I'm I'm not going to let you just do me if, if somebody on the fucking street is doing this shit that I just met or at my job and you doing the same shit. What makes you any better than them? I do believe, honestly, it just happens like that because there are different people that hold different spaces in your life. Your patience or your ability to empathize may be a little different with a stranger versus a family member. And I'm not to say that that's right, but I think it's just because the, you know, the relationship you have, you may kind of fly off the handle or put your foot down right away with somebody at your job where it's like, I'm not, you know, I'm not taking this from you because of them having no connection to you, you know, versus it being a family member or a good friend, someone you have years, you know, time under your belt with. It may be a little different. It may be like, well, you know, did they mean it or maybe we can get through this or let me hear their side or let me try to figure this out. You may not be so quick. And there are some things that may be across the board, like nobody hits me, (laughs) not a stranger, not a friend, you know, but still, I think initially, just because of how much time your reaction may be a little different if it's a family member that you got into it with you know, a physical altercation or something like that, or they hung up on you versus a person that doesn't know you. You know, I think that you just need to, at the end of the day, whether it's with a stranger or family, friends, whoever, you need to value who you are. The standard is set to how you're going to be treated by people and what you're going to allow people to do to you. You know, so that should be the across the board thing, no matter who you are. If 
you are a stranger or family member or close friend, you cannot mistreat me. You cannot hurt me or do things that I know are not good for my health. That's anybody. It shouldn't be if a stranger puts me in danger. You know, I'm 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 not having it. But my family or friend or close friend puts me in danger and we're going to talk about it, you know. And maybe next week we'll try it again and I'll see. No, there are things across the board where it's like, no, you don't mess with my health mentally, physically, you know, spiritually. If we added about some things, those are no no's. And everybody's, you know, list will be different. How we say deal breakers and non-negotiables. There are non-negotiables and deal breakers across the board. I don't care who you are. This is what you're not going to do. When you start to affect me mentally, that can trickle down physically And that in turn can affect my, you know, my health and what my health, that not being good or something is that's a whole nother thing. If you knew what was making you sick, would you keep doing it? I know some people may like I can't stay away from the fries, but I'm talking about if you knew that something was killing you, it was tearing you up and you could stop it. Would you do it? Everybody's answer may not be. Yes. Mine is yes. If I know that something is really tearing me up bad, especially a person, why am I going to keep putting myself through that? I'm just not going to do it. I don't care what the level of the relationship is. I love you enough for me to step back and, and let you be over there by yourself and for me to continue to be the best version of myself, which when I'm dealing with you, that may not be the case. You get me you know, all into a whole funk about some stuff and I keep having turmoil. It's just toxic. It's, it's no good. So do you think it's levels to it? Levels to what? I'm only asking it because. How long you deal with somebody? Yeah, because we was talking about the fact of, you know, because it's a family member and they may have done the same thing as a fellow employee. Same action, but you give them leeway. So I'm saying, are there levels to toxicity? <laughs> I think the older I've gotten, I value myself more and who I am. I think when you're younger, we can all agree we do some crazy stuff, stuff that we look back on and like, I would not be out at that time. I would not have ever done. You know, there's just stuff that you're like, oh, that's crazy. We're invincible. You know, it's just a lot of things you put up with because sometimes you just don't know. I know better. And because I know better, I choose to do better. And I say choose because some people know better and they just simply choose not to do better. So the level to me when I was younger versus the level now is no. That's my level. No. You know, if somebody does something and they and I bring it to them and there is expressed remorse and they didn't have any idea that's what was happening. And, you know, we go from there that that's the only level I can see. I let you know there's that you've wronged me or that this happened. Something happened here and it's affected me. And then we should be able to have a dialogue about it. If there's no dialogue, no expression of remorse, I don't know what's going on. It's denial. It's just a whole bunch of stuff. I have to make some decisions based on what just happened. The information I have, you don't get information about your car that the brakes are at 10%. The engine, you know, it looks like it's leaking. You got some stuff going on with your tires and stuff and you get in the car and you just keep driving because there's some stuff that you've been made aware of. I've made a person aware of an issue that we're having. I feel there's some toxic stuff going on here. I express it. If I don't, I get it. A person may be clueless. But once I put that out there for you, there is no level. I give you some information. I tell you the car's got all this stuff going on. 
You don't say, well, let me take this over to Pet Boys and get this fixed. I can't get it all fixed, but I can start here. Or, well, let me find out at least how much this is. Or let me park this car because I don't want to keep driving it in the state it's in. And, and I know that something could happen. If I tell somebody something, and like I said, no remorse, denial, all this other stuff, I have to be receptive to this is what they're doing with the information I've given them. What they're doing is affecting me. So if this affects me, I got to make a choice too at that point. Like, wait a minute, I'm telling them, but if I continue to stay in relationship with them, this can happen repeatedly. This can happen and they have no knowledge of it, no remorse, no desire to make this right. It doesn't even exist. What am I going to do for me? What am I going to do to not continue to position myself in um, a toxic relationship. Why would I put myself back in a car that had all this stuff that's going to go wrong if I don't take care of it? You know what I'm saying? So there's no level. It's only decisions at that point because you you going to do what you're going to do. It's not the easiest thing, but you're going to do you. That's one thing I've learned about people that are toxic or people that don't give a damn. They just do what they want. They're going to keep doing that. It has nothing to do with you and everything to do with them functioning where they comfortable. It, they're not there to try to make you comfortable. They're not there to understand what's happening and why is this an issue? You either going to deal with it or you not. That's it. The funny part is you can step away from situations and change your perspective and look at how someone may be dealing with someone else. They might be going through the same thing you're going through and you removed yourself and now you see it. Or you can go away and come back and you might deal with the same shit you was dealing with before. I don't have a lot of time for it. My goal is once I I know I have an understanding, that's why I said it's a decision for me. I don't want to feel hurt. I don't want to feel frustration. I don't want to feel angry. You know, I don't want to feel like, why the fuck is this happening? Which is crazy because I know why it is at this point, because I'm here, because I'm never going to be able to fix that over there. That person has to want to fix it. But there it is there. May not work for everybody else. That's just how it works for me. And that's how I do my best at keeping my peace. And it's it's not something that's given. You got to take it by force. And that's just what life. Once I know what's up with, with people, it's a decision. You're going to have to look out for yourself. Who's looking out for you? Uh, not a road that everybody wants to travel, but you have to. I feel better when I do. Yeah, well, sometimes the best company is your own. Yeah, I, I feel much better. Once you start really taking into perspective how much of a toll it takes on you when you're dealing with certain people, it's... It's a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer for me. You know, I understand what people say, but I, the love is so strong. I'm talking about, you know, those type of relationships, but it's like, how much of the love is toxic? Like, how do you feel remaining a part of this? You know, that's all for me. <laughs> yeah, ain't too much I can recap on that. I just say, keep yourself in line with what you know is bad for your mental health once you identify it like you said make the necessary adjustments and keep it pushing and just know that they that people like that and just keeping it a book it's more people that are toxic in this world and this is just my opinion you can go against it if you want to but it's more toxic people in this world than there are people that's here to assist it's just the way it is, but you have to find out the best path for you. And on that note, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, 
suggest topics, or you want to keep this conversation going, you can shoot us an email at realfitradio at gmail.com. Our podcast drops every Monday. You can catch a snippet of any of our latest ones on our Instagram at realfitradio. If you're not following us, you definitely should be. As always, we hope this inspired, impacted, or empowered someone. Until next time.